All right. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Recruiter Podcast, the podcast where we share the ins and outs of what it's like to be in the recruiting industry, sales, stories, crazy experiences, um, sharing what's working, what's not working. I am your host, Clark Wilcox, founder of the Digital Recruiter and the Digital Recruiter Talent Group. Today, we are joined by Kendi Elmore, founder of the Medical Sales Lobby Network, uh, former client of the Digital Recruiter Program. He helps people get in the medical sales industry, and he's also a medical sales recruiter. He was in sales. He was a rep at Stryker, Right Medical, MindRay. So he has been in it from a sales and recruiting perspective. He is the man when it comes to medical sales and networking, and I'm excited for all of you to hear his story today. Kendi, thanks for being here. Mark, excited to be here. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your time, and, and thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, lots to lots to cover. Lots to talk about. You have a really cool kind of, I think, entry point into recruiting and the way you've approached recruiting, kind of building your agency. So I'm excited, kind of, for you to share. But it starts with the lobby network, and I know I think I was trying to figure this out when we first spoke. I'm like, all right, kind of, what is exactly is going on here? But kind of, if you would, just kind of give us the the background of what the lobby network is, kind of how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and we're still figuring out our identity, right? I think that's the yeah. exciting thing about building a, a company uh, is, is, you know, you kind of figure that out along the way and there's yeah. gonna be lots of turns and, and challenges and you figure out what works and what doesn't work. But, you know, our story is one that started uh, with, with a medical sales networking idea, right? Um, after being in the industry for, for over a decade, um, you know, I always had the um, idea that something was missing, like uh, an opportunity to bring our industry together. It was very yep. segmented, very siloed. People stayed kind of within their, their specialty or stayed within their company. And so building a networking organization that brought um, all those individuals together, right, that, that fall under the medical sales umbrella for in-person networking events, especially coming out of COVID, I think people more than ever were craving that connection um, and building those networking opportunities. So we started hosting events in Charleston, South Carolina, where I was based out of, and, and really just piloted the program to see if it was something other people were interested in. And as that uh, community grew in Charleston, uh, something really unique happened is, is that uh, individuals and reps in other parts of the country started reaching out, wanting to be a part of it and, and wanting to build the same community in, in their local uh, cities. And so it really kind of knew we were on to something as far as the networking piece grew. Um, and then uh, recruiting became a piece of that, right? As, as the organization grew and the company grew, we, uh, more reps started to come to us uh, looking for opportunities. And companies organically started noticing us and reaching out looking for reps. We kind of found ourselves in the middle and uh, eventually uh, developed the recruiting arm of the business. It's... It kind, of, yeah, kind of worked your way into being the middleman, which is agency recruiting. Uh, yeah. So it's again, really cool, right? Building so a lot of people start like, I'm going to build a recruiting agency and they go hunt for Rex. And you're like, I'm going to build a network and a kind of almost a, a database, if you will, now, right? To use a recruiting term. I don't think you even knew that you were quite doing that in terms of recruiting. But like, that's kind of what you did, right? If it's all relationships and communication. And I, I think that's such a cool way to kind of build that out what talk to i mean you mentioned kind of the in-person coming out of covid you've done a lot of zoom calls right a lot of virtual stuff but now you have also done a lot of in-person and i think there's a lot of recruiters last few years that haven't done as much in person or if they've yeah. trained you know virtually and not kind of had that camaraderie what's 
what's some of the difference? Like, what do you get more out of being in person than you say maybe just doing something virtually or like a call virtually? Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's, you know, COVID obviously put us in a, in a virtual world, right? All of a sudden, everybody was on Zoom calls and connecting that way. And I, I think, um, you know, nothing can replace uh, shaking somebody's hand, right? And, and, and looking them in the eyes and talking to them. I think you can read a person, you can read energy, you can read uh, personality and so many things in person uh, that you can't do over Zoom or over email. And yeah. so we, we really take pride in knowing our candidates, knowing our community. Um, that way, when a, a client reaches out and says, hey, we're looking for this type of candidate in this city, we really know our people. And so I think there's so much value to that. And also, you know, that's our mission is right. Giving back to this community and building an organization that's purely focused on the medical sales rep. Right. How, how can we build a, a company um, to develop opportunities for them to, to, to serve that client? That, that really is our client. So. Not only do we do the networking, we bring in speakers so that it's a professional development opportunity for them, networking for them. It's just been incredible to see the conversations, relationships that are developed and friendships that are developed from these networking events. It's really cool. That, that's awesome. And I got, I got to imagine, right, because you're, you're make, talking to these candidates, you know, at times maybe training them, giving you know, some advice, helping them kind of see new things, opportunities. So traditionally, when right, when you're recruiting for a client, you got a role in the you know submittal package, or when you're you know calling them over, you not only can you just say, hey, this person's done so and so, but like I've met with them, like I, you probably have like wow. a reference or someone that's like already can vouch for them, like you just have that extra touch. Is that make a decent, like a pretty good impact for your clients? Absolutely. Like, does that help things move quicker? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it helps you. Like you're saying, when you're submitting to a client, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, I spoke to this rep. Here's the background. Here's kind of what's going on in their life. Another thing to say, hey, I've, I've talked to this guy or girl and I, I had a drink with them and, and we've spent 30 minutes together. I understand their life. I understand their motivations, you know, and, and yeah. you know, I think it's just a whole different ball game when you've met somebody in person versus just having a phone call with them. Absolutely. You know, you know, their favorite karaoke song, you know, all that good stuff, right? Like that's that's <laughs> exactly. the difference, you know, when, when you get the, uh, the in-person events and have a drink. So uh, that, that's awesome. And so the other piece to that, right, you can't, you were in their shoes. You have been a medical sales rep no longer than you were a recruiter, right? Thus far. Yeah. And like, yeah. how has that kind of industry knowledge being in the shoes, how has that helped you? I would say with clients and candidates. Yeah, exactly. So it's helped both sides, right? When, when yeah. talking to clients on the, or uh, candidates on the phone, uh, I think a, it helps build credibility with them, right? I'm not just a, a recruiter calling them that's never done the job. It's like, Hey, I, I get what you do. Uh, I understand your world. You know, I talked to ortho rep the other day with his running trays around and, you know, had to call me back. It's like, listen, I get it. I, I did it for 12 years. I know exactly what you're doing. Um, I know the products, I know the companies, you know, so I kind of know the game. Uh, on the flip side of the coin, talking to clients, you know, that are looking for reps. Uh, I've also been in a role, you know, where we hired junior reps and brought on people uh, when I was in, in, uh, in a sales position. So I know what they're looking for. And so helping them uh, find those reps, definitely having that experience is, is very beneficial. Absolutely. And, and you also kind of know when things are fishy, right, on both sides. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah, you know, yeah. hitting like quota numbers. I don't know if that sounds right. Or like clients where they want to pay this much. It's like no one's going to take that much in that city. Right. Yeah. Like you're probably able to call out some of the BS on the front end, which that is the key to kind of I think making that transition from new to recruiting to being really good and, and a veteran 
is like always on that front end. Like how much of that can you filter out? So you're not waiting eight to 12 weeks. You're like, oh man, like they didn't take the offer or the role went away. Like what the heck? Right. So like you have, I think that subject matter expertise being in the role, like you're probably able to kind of call out a lot of stuff too on the front end. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, helping those clients with that, like, Hey, this is, you know, this is what reps are going to need in this area. This is what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, you know, always look at a, a rec, like, Hey, if I was going for it, right. If I was applying this position, what are the pros and cons? And, and then vice versa, you know, our, our organization is built on serving the medical sales rep, right? So we build networking events, recruiting opportunities, coaching courses, everything's built for the rep. So I'm also very, selective in, in the clients we work with, right? Yeah. If I wouldn't work for that company, I'm not going to, you know, uh, recommend somebody else to do the same. So being selective on, you know, the opportunities that we really connect our, our community and our network with is I think important as well. So we have that credibility. Oh, you're putting your name on the line and it's, yeah. it's a topic I talk about over and over and over again, right? Qualifying good clients, qualifying good jobs, orders they're going to close. And that's really order. That means roles that candidates want. They want to be at and you feel good about matching them because if you're not doing that right the candidates are going to not want to talk to you again or to your firm and they can kind of go away and it takes a lot of discipline right to say no to a potential client or what looks like a great you know an opportunity you know 15 20 30 000 role but if you know it's going to be more of a headache right it does take that discipline i think it's hard sometimes for recruiters and, and agency owners to just say no to yeah. business, but you've seen the domino effect that that could have. And for you, you have to show up at in-person events sometimes and you'd have to face the music. So you're right. like, no, 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 I don't want to deal with that. Like, I, right. I'm just going to say no on the front end because like, I gotta, you know, I gotta look the people in the eye and be like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I, you know, gave you a, you know, I led you kind of down a, a bad interview or bad role or whatever. It's like, no thanks. Like, right. There's some yeah. consequence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important for me too, just as a, an individual who's building a company, like you said, your name's behind it. And, uh, yeah. you know, I had the pleasure of calling a candidate yesterday, letting them know they got the job and, uh, you know, hearing the excitement in the voice, like all that just, it means everything to me. And I've got to know in the back of my mind that like, I really am doing the best thing for them and putting them in a great position. And so doing that, uh, homework on the front end to make sure it really is a great opportunity, great organization, team culture, things like that. Uh, is important to me that way, you know, I, I know I'm doing what's best for our, our uh, network. I, I mean, that's why I've gone off to the start. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, it's not even been a year, like officially for you. So <laughs> oh, it's just crazy. Yeah. But like, that is, those are lessons that, you know, I've heard people 10, 15 years that I don't think they fully ingrained those types of lessons and, and that responsibility. And it makes, you're right. Like you, you hold, like, it's such a, it's the big, it's one of the biggest decisions you can make, right? That new job, the career, right? You know, beyond who you kind of decide to choose to spend your life around, although that could be a big part of it, right? With, with the career and the job. I think it's easier to forget that, right? In the rat race of recruiting and calls and submittals and interviews and just trying to get, you know, placement fees and all that stuff. Like you can, it's easy to forget like that these, these are people, right? Like they, yeah. this is everything to them in that moment. And, you know, it's, it's important. I mean, to kind of have that on the front end and kind of really go in with that mindset, which I think a lot of recruiters do, right, to their credit. But I think what's cool about you, like you're like, I'm going to build the systems and I'm going to like meet people. I'm going to build the systems like I'm going to do this the right way to give myself more opportunities to make the right matches. 
right? right. And I think that's the important. Like you can have like the I want to help people, but if you don't really have the systems behind that, it can almost be kind of like a rat race. And like you're Absolutely. just like you know, it's a game of whack a mole, and you're always trying to kind of catch up. And I think that's what's pretty cool, right? Kind of you kind of knew that going into it. Um, what are what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Like, you know, first year in recruiting, coming from medical sales, what are some of those big lessons you've learned? Yeah, it's a different world, right? Medical sales, like you kind of control your, your destiny. Uh, you are yeah. the one, um, you know, making the sales calls. Uh, it's, it's you uh, kind of doing everything here. You're relying on other people, right? And, and so uh, as I spend more time in this role, um, you know, and you kind of become the, the expert now in a new, a new field, a new, uh, process, it's, it's really coaching those individuals, right? So when someone is going through the interview process, medical sales is a, is a unique interview process and, and there's, there's strategy to it. There's things that you have to do along the way to really win the interview, uh, and, and win the job. And so it's coaching those candidates, um, yeah. all the way through the process from the beginning to the end on what that's going to look like, um, whether it's somebody that's in the industry or maybe a nurse that's transitioning in that's never, you know, gone through that uh, process. Um, so that's been a big thing is just really, you know, how do I uh, prepare my kids the best so that they can, can really bring their best foot forward. Absolutely. And then also on the client side, right. Really learning what clients are looking for, how to, you know, interact with them, find the candidates they need and, and learning the recruiter world, right. As you kind of transitioned uh, or I transitioned from a, a rep for, uh, 12 years now to a recruiter. It's, it's a new industry. It's still in the medical sales world, but it's a, it's a new role you're playing in the process or so really becoming an expert at that process now. Uh, so that I can help both sides as best I can. Absolutely. What? So you mentioned people getting into the industry. What's changed from when you got into the industry right now, 13 years ago to now? Right. Like, what do you see the difference? Kind of what do you what advice do you get people looking to transition to medical sales? Yeah, I mean, and, and it's unique because I and we all whether you're, you've been in the industry for a year or 10 years or 20 years, everybody got their start somewhere. Right? right. And so as much as our company is really built for people in the industry, I've always got a soft spot for those people that are trying to get in. I was yeah. a former uh, teacher and athletic coach when I got into the industry and yeah. it was a challenge. It took me a, about a year, year and a half to, to make that transition. And so I always have, uh, you know, had a soft spot for, for people trying to make that challenge. So we've built out coaching courses uh, to really help them. I think the biggest change is probably uh, the Internet, right? LinkedIn uh, and, and really knowing how to navigate that process, uh, knowing the right way to reach out to people um, and, and find information online uh, is probably the biggest thing. So we really help people with that. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to tell you, but like LinkedIn is a game changer, yeah. right? If you have the profile, right, you can kind of tell your story, you know, whether it's a recruiter and kind of the problems that you solve, the placements that you've made. So it makes candidates and clients, it makes it easier for them to understand how you could help them. Same thing if you're looking to break into an industry, right? Yeah. I think sometimes you just got to like throw that out there and kind of put that on there. And but this is, you know, I'm looking to kind of get in this industry and here's why, like, here's what I've done. Here's kind of why I think I'm a fit and be able to just kind of connect, right, with leaders and people like yourself on the company side, but also just a really good agency recruiter because you're going to know 20, 30, 40, 50 companies where a company, mm -hmm. recruiter, they might, they can only really represent that one company too, right? right? And like, that's kind right. of like the power of, if you're looking to break in, you like, connect with an agency recruiter like yourself that adds the lobby network like you know a lot of people and 
right? I'm sure you got your start because someone thought like your work ethic and the personality, you know, like, yeah, like, I think we got to give Kendi a shot, right? Like, cause that's all you can give a shot. Like, it's not like there's a lengthy experience in the industry. So kind of just right. that and that initiative. I tell people that all the time. Like if I pick up on that, like, sure, I can give you a project or something to work on. Like if you're going to like take something and run with it, like that, you can always control that, right? If you're trying Absolutely. to like break in anything. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, even our events, like we're trying to build a platform as well to help those individuals. And we've seen it time and time again in, in different cities that uh, we have networking events. Again, that's not our mission, right? Our mission is truly to serve the the industry and the reps that are in the industry. But yeah. as a byproduct, there's always people trying to get in. And, and also on the flip side, there's always reps in those areas that are looking for junior reps, right? Looking for some help and that kind of up and coming person that wants to get into the industry. And so creating a, a an environment where those two people can connect and have a drink or, or just talk and, and listen to speakers like that, that wasn't there before. Right. right. I, I never had that chance to go into a room and introduce myself to 50 reps. Right. So we're creating a platform now uh, for those individuals to kind of to attend as well. That's super cool. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. And it's, that's how you cultivate, right? Like you cultivate like the best talent and people that are, end up being loyal and hardworking because they're so appreciative of the opportunity. I mean, I think back to my own career getting in initially when I got into the sports industry and then got into recruiting. I mean, it was people taking a shot on, you know, a, a C plus student that didn't know anything. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what, you got a good attitude, like you're willing to work hard. So like, we'll give you a shot. Right. And that's, exactly. you know, you just keep having that approach. Like you can find something for me. It turned out to be recruiting. i so I have no idea how, uh, but like just kind of that attitude, that willingness, like it's great, but it was hard. You know, I graduated in 09. It was, you know, I remember like buying email addresses off some site to email every video coordinator in the NFL and college, hoping one of them would give me a shot. And yeah. I, that's how I got my shot. Right. I just was like, I just trying to beat down doors. It's so much easier now with LinkedIn, which I'm grateful. I'm happy for, like, I want it to be easier for people to connect and, and kind of, promote things and what you're doing. Um, it's super cool. So, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. How many cities have you had? Like I think we're live in eight cities now, okay. uh, in our first year we're, we're in talks huh? with another probably four or five. So we're thinking maybe uh, 10, 12 by the end of this year, uh, uh -huh. kind of be up and running, which again, in our first year is, is pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, we haven't, you know, we, we don't actively, reach out uh, to other individuals. It's not like we're spending money trying to market and, and, and bring people in. It's more so people that are seeing what we're doing and uh, and really want to be a part of it in, in their city and kind of be the, the one that helps bring it there uh, and, and run events and, and connect people. Uh, so it's, it's been really cool. That's sweet. Yeah. Well, you get, you got to, I don't know how, how much medical sales is in Columbus, but you, you got to come out. To Columbus. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh. And then that was a, a big, scary thing, right? You talk about like building a company and taking that jump, right? When I was looking kind of over the ledge of like, Hey, do I really step away from this 12 year career to, to build this company? And what if nobody, I remember my first event, uh, kind of booked the room and had the speaker and everything set up. And, and that night before it's kind of in the back of your mind, like, what if nobody shows up? Like what if yeah. nobody else wants this, you know? So yeah. it's, it's been so uh, just validating and reassuring uh, the number of people that continue to show up, the number of people that continue to reach out, want to help expand it and grow it. Like it's, it's been a really cool process over the last year. That, that's awesome. And that is a very real fear. I've, I, I still battle with that sometimes, you know, something 
of a new idea comes out or offering or like this podcast or content, like oh, no one listens, right? Or, or something like yeah. that, talking into the void. So, but I, you have a history of kind of entrepreneurship in your family. And I think maybe that's what helped you kind of just like get over that, just kind of push forward or like, yeah, talk to us some kind of about that, like where that came from and kind of desire to start your own company. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, I've, I've started another business. I was a rep in the Virgin Islands for a couple of years, uh, incredible experience and, and kind of started a, a boat company down there doing excursions. Um, so that was kind of my first uh, stab at entrepreneurship um, that I think really kind of helped give me the confidence like, Hey, I, I've done this before. I can do it again. Yeah. Uh, but this time it was a little different because that was kind of a side project where this was yeah. like, all right, you're actually going to leave your career, right? You've yeah. built this um, you know, successful career. You've been uh, in this industry for a long time, and now you're going to start over uh, in a new world. And and so really hit some some limiting beliefs, some some fears, some anxieties. Uh, but thankfully, uh, I had some really good coaches in my life. I'm a huge believer of having uh, coaches and and people to kind of help mentor you, guide you. And uh, I had some really incredible people in my life to kind of help me through that transition. Uh, and, and really help take that first step. And I think once you take that first one, you, you just kind of keep going. But the first one's the scariest is, is yeah. really jumping off that ledge uh, into, into it full time. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 you know, obviously, I'm going to, you know, back you 100% when we talk about with coaches and everything, you know, I given what, what I do and what we do here, but I, I agree. I coaches myself. Like I, 2018, when I dove into entrepreneurship, it's the first thing I did was sign up for a coaching program, learn from people that had already been doing it, learn from other people, you know, in my shoes and kind of at different levels. And it starts to break down some of, as you said, those self-limiting beliefs. And it's like, oh yeah, I don't know if I care what my friends and family say, or like I post content or anything like that. It's like, it's not that big of a deal, right? It, yeah. it takes you out of it. And it's kind of like you link arms with other people that have kind of maybe a little further ahead than you, right? Or on the same plane. It's just like, that's like your community now. And it is so important, right, as a solo owner to find that, I think, as quickly as possible. Because those thoughts, like, they're, they're tough. Like, they'll come after yeah. you, you know, the imposter <laughs> syndrome or you get comments yep. on the Internet or people like, oh, you're doing that? Like, you know, a lot of people don't understand entrepreneurship and, like, what you can do in the online space, right? There's still some kind of, like, I don't know, there's there's a little stigma around it still, right? It's I think it's breaking wow. through because of COVID, but that's still there. Yep. Right. And it's like people at you know functions and family functions, like, so you're you're doing the, the internet recruiting thing still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I am. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, you know, I think it's funny, especially when you go from a career like I went from working for the Florida Gators, big time college football, and uh, you go from you know, medical sales is like a known industries, right? And kind of like mm-hmm. recruiting and networking and doing stuff on LinkedIn. It's like it's just different, right? Like I think it's yeah. and so there's only so many people that really get that experience and it's important to create your own community kind of your own tribe of absolutely your support system absolutely and and building that team around you i mean you can't do it alone right i I think you got to have a team around you um you know not only for the strategy like you're talking about right and and, but also the mental piece like it's a it's a grind right Uh, entrepreneurship is not an easy path and uh there's highs there's lows and i think having those people around you that can kind of keep you keep you focused, keep you moving forward and also, you know, build strategies like you talk about to like really be effective at what you're doing um, and find somebody that's ahead of you to kind of pull you forward and, and can teach you some of the processes. Absolutely. I mean, and within that, I guess we can kind of talk a little bit about kind of how you found me in the digital recruiter 
because um, I'm sure people are always kind of interested in that I talk to like that, that start out like, well, when should I, you know, do I need a coach? When should I use a coach? Does it make sense to, um, do any of them actually know what they're doing? You know, all right. those people have all those questions. So, um, yeah, talk to us a little bit like kind of how you found me and the digital recruiter and kind of what was the, the thought process behind searching for something like that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I was very fortunate to get connected with you. You know, at that stage, uh, recruiting was becoming more and more important, right, in, in our uh, business as we were growing. And I, I'm of the mindset, like, if I'm going to do it, then let's be great at it, right? Let's don't yeah. just kind of step in and, and um, like, really figure out this world, right? And so for me, believing in coaching, always having coaches in my life, we coach individuals, uh, I was like, I need to go out and find somebody that's really been doing this and has a program that can coach me up uh, and, and really uh, help me develop systems and, and um, you know, strategies in place to be as effective as possible uh, in this world. And so uh, I think it was originally on LinkedIn that we got connected, uh, yeah. had someone that the uh, recruiter that we worked with that had done the program, uh, had nothing but incredible things to say. So decided to, to work with you. And I'm so thankful that we did. I mean, we've been able to implement strategies and systems in place, incorporate uh, programs uh, that we use now that, again, are just helped us be more effective, serve our clients better, uh, faster, uh, and also help our uh, our candidates as well. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's and I always tell people, like, you put in the work, right? And it was funny. Sometimes, like, I check in on you, like, how you doing? And, like, you're like, oh, I've done this, this, and that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. Like, sweet. <laughs> like, you know, and that's, like, cause sometimes I can get, like, a little bit, like, a check-in or, like, you know, I'm, like, uh, you know, I oversee everyone's shoulder. Like, how's everyone doing? You're like, nope, I get it. I'm going to go implement. And I yeah. can come back when I got a question. And I just had such respect for that process, like, for the way you approached it in the beginning, right? nope, this makes sense. This is exactly how I'm going to use it. I'm going to go. And then you were like, I'm just on the phone all day now with all these people that like you helped me get, like you helped me find and connect with. I'm like, yeah. that's exactly how I want this thing to work. Right. right. And then eventually you're like, Hey, I want to talk about content. I'm like, great. Like we talked about it. We set you up with Ross, mm -hmm. our content coach. And that helped you kind of give some other ideas beyond just like you know, posting jobs and everything. Cause I saw yeah. that in your content, you were able to kind of start to mix up some of that, the kind of some of your stories, but also the jobs and kind of really add, because you have a ton of, you know, the personality and the network, like really be able to have that on there, right? So you really start to have like almost like a multi-layered approach, uh, which is really cool to see. I mean, it kind of helps elevate, right, kind of your activity and what you were doing. Yeah, you almost got to be careful what you wish for sometimes. You turn on the floodgate, <laughs> yeah. your phone won't stop ringing. But yeah. uh, it's a great problem. And again, uh, I don't think we could have gotten, or I know we wouldn't be where we are today without the program. Uh, it certainly helped us uh, kind of take that next step in the business and continue to take steps forward uh, as we grow, uh, finding ways to get, you know, content like you talk about out there, let people know what we're doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it. I think all that's really important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, extremely awesome. grateful. Well, I appreciate that. Oh, I'm grateful for you. So uh, the what I want to talk about the in that realm and we I think when you first joined, we talked about like, you started this really with partnerships, right? Like, hey, I'm going to get my feet wet uh, with, you know, placing candidates while I figure out kind of how to maybe get my own clients, right? And kind of really building, really building that revenue from just like, okay, I can control this and I can make that happen as I'm learning some of the, 
business development, you have an extensive sales background, but it is a different beast in recruiting to kind of get clients and good clients in recruiting. You know, how were you able to kind of leverage partnerships in the beginning to kind of help build that runway and really kind of build a solid foundation? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think partnerships are the quickest way to ramp up, right? Uh, find someone that's been doing it, is currently doing it, has been doing it for a long time. Uh, plug in with them. Again, finding someone that can coach you, mentor you uh, through that process. I was fortunate enough to partner with Fall Staff Search, a recruiting firm that's been doing it for over 30 years. Um, Hillary Trader, who, who runs that organization, who personally, I think, has got 17 years in the recruiting industry. So uh, partnering with her, um, you know, really helped ramp me up uh, as far as that goes, uh, working with some of her clients that, that were already in place, uh, while we also started to develop our own clients uh, through the lobby. So that was definitely a huge uh, catalyst in our growth. Uh, it's, it's so smart. You know, and sometimes I've worked with top recruiters that are hesitant with the partnerships, but yet they're stuck. Maybe like they're trying to figure out how to get their own clients. I'm like, if you can at least get the candidates, like you're in the ball game, right? And if you're wow. in the game and you're at least working on recs and submittals and interviews, like you're going to pick up on things and you're going to pick up on things to that you could utilize for your own clients. And when you sell and like get better. So it's like, just get in the game, however you can, right? Kind of just, I said, throw the, kind of throw the kitchen sink at it in a sense, like get on the calls, like learn as much as you can, qualify the roles, learn from other managers and owners and just get there and like build that, that runway. Right. And just have always kind of candidates in motion. It kind of builds that confidence when you start selling, like, yeah, I know candidates. I have a network. I'm putting people to work. Like, otherwise, if you're just starting from scratch, it's really hard to sell your services. You're like, well, I might be able to go find that person versus like, oh yeah, I got 10, 15, 20 of those people in the back pocket. Right. It's like a lot easier. It kind of just works hand in hand. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, again, my, my whole, mission focus is the medical sales rep. So no matter if that rep reaches out in Charleston, South Carolina, or, you know, somewhere in California or, or Texas, like I want to be able to help them. Right. Yeah. And so by creating those partnerships and, um, you know, extending my network, I'm able to help more people. And yeah. so that was a big piece of kind of going out and say, Hey, how do we expand our reach and, and be able to help more people? Absolutely. I love it. So what is next for the lobby network? Yeah. So here it's, it's continuing to grow. Like how do we uh, continue to expand our network? Right. So we're, we're continuing to expand into other cities uh, throughout the country. So we've built out systems now for those leaders that come on board. So if someone uh, from a new city reaches out, says, Hey, I'd help you. I'd love to help you uh, launch this in Chicago. Right. Great. We've got a system and a program in place to kind of really give you all the tools and resources. Uh, we brought on social media people, uh, manager. We've got a, a VA now systems implementer. So a lot of people that can kind of take that load off and make it as easy as possible for them to get up and running in their city um, as far as the networking piece goes. Um, and then working and expanding our, our recruiter network, right? So we, we've got other recruiters that we're working with, uh, other firms, other agencies that have opportunities with great companies. So again, being able to serve our community um, on the job side, building out uh, coaching programs. We brought on a, a new sales coach recently that's very passionate about helping individuals in this industry uh, with sales coaching. Uh, so just, to, again, how many ways uh, can we serve our client, which again is the medical sales route? I, I mean, we, we don't even cover this, but just like, you know your niche and you own your niche. I mean, there's yeah. a ton of power in that because you've been able to build a brand and credibility and a solid reputation very quick 
because you had that niche and had that vertical. So, I mean, anyone listening, if you got to have that, own it, like lead into yeah. it, own it. And, you know, it can, it can bring really fulfilling work. It can get you kind of that, that freedom, that, that autonomy. Cause I know you've been bouncing around, right? South Carolina, and <laughs> Colorado. And now yeah. I think you got like a, a road trip wind up. I mean, it's like, it's just, I think opened so many doors. It sounds like just like, were exactly the path like you wanted to be because you just owned the niche and you owned your experience. And you're like, I'm just going to ho- solve this problem, right? right? And then you start to solve more problems within that vertical, but like it starts there, right? Versus kind of, I can recruit anything. It's like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Exactly. Right? And it's had, like, look at the impact it's had. It's been, it's been crazy. Yeah, I think there's a lot of value there, right? Really niching down and, and owning your space. And hey, this is what we're good at. This is what I know. This is where my experience is. Uh, I was this person for, you know, 12, 13 years, and I want to serve anybody else that's in those shoes. Um, and like you said, there's really no company that's doing it. There is, there is no, uh, organization right now. So really building a brand around that and say, Hey, we're going to be that company. We're going to put our flag down and we're going to serve this community and whatever we can do to help them. Um, you know, we're going to build programs around it. I love it. I mean, you're, you're the positioning, everything. I mean, it is to the T, I think what we preach and in, in you know the digital recruiter community and so it's it's awesome to see kendy where if people want to get into medical sales if they're in medical sales and maybe looking for the next jump and move in the career where can they find you yeah so i'd say a great place to start is linkedin um yeah. i'm on linkedin it's kendy elmore k-e-n-d-y elmore e-l-m-o-r-e if you want to learn more about the company it's the lobby network.com uh, there you can find all our resources. You can find out about events happening. Um, and it's just a great place to start. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll have all the the links to the email, the or, excuse me, to your LinkedIn, to your website, and the bio, kind of wherever you're listening to this on. So that'll be um, on there or the, our Podbean page too. Uh, so definitely reach out to Kendi if you have any, if you're interested in kind of medical sales and looking to kind of get into that. It can obviously be a very fruitful career and path and candy will definitely point you in the right direction and if you're a medical sales rep reach out to them um, you know even if you're just interested in kind of learning what's out there right or just go to an event right it's uh it's a great way to kind of meet people and be network and kind of stay stay in touch with everything so awesome well candy this has been awesome thank you thank you so much for for joining us taking the time kind of sharing a really cool story really appreciate it man yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Again, it was a, a pleasure to be in the program. It certainly helped uh, take our organization to the next level. And uh, it's been nothing but uh, a pleasure working with you. So thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate uh, appreciate all that. I'm excited to continue to see your growth right, in, in the company. So <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Well, that'll be it for this episode of the Digital Recruiter Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thanks again to Kendi for, for having us. Uh, until next time, happy hunting, guys.